what we're doing in our content is we're kind of just like leaving little breadcrumbs and they're just following that trail and kind of like trusting you a little bit more and getting to know you before doing something like talking about real estate. Welcome to the Go-To Agent Podcast, where we share tips and tricks on how to authentically attract free, high-quality leads without cold calling or door knocking. We're your hosts, Katie and Chase. Now let's dive in. Welcome to today's episode of the Go-To Agent Podcast. Today, what are we what are we talking about today, Katie? Well, we're talking about an audit. But it's a good kind of audit. Yay. (laughs) So today we are talking about three things that you can do today, today, uh, to improve your Instagram profile. And let me tell you, they are easy. They are quick. They are absolutely impactful. Mm -hmm. So it'll probably probably take you less than five minutes to do. Let's be honest. Right. Right. Super quick. Yes, absolutely. So Don't just listen to this podcast. We want you to implement. Implementation is where it's at. That's how you get paid, right? By implementation. So speaking of implementation, how many times can I say that? Let's go ahead and step into the first thing that you can do to automatically improve your Instagram profile. And she's, what is that thing that they can do? That is updating your profile picture. So let's let's face it, guys. We've probably used the same headshot for like a decade now, if not more, or we're using our company logo and neither one of those are where you want to be. That's that's not the move. That's not the vibe that we're going for, right? We want it to be who you are today, maybe not this very minute, but like relatively near time-ish. That was the most awkward way to put that, but it's fine. We're awkward here. Yes. Um, so you want it to be you, your beautiful face. Why is or this? handsome? Yeah, or handsome. And why is this? It's because people want to build a connection with you. They don't want to see a company logo. They're not going to engage with someone who has a company logo. If you're using an old headshot, they're going to be like, eh, are they still in business? I don't know. They're posting, but what if it's just like a spammer or something? I don't know. Right. And so let's kind of touch on it's like, it's okay if you use a headshot that you looked a little mm-hmm. bit better, but let's just make sure, like Chase said, it's a little bit more recent. We don't want like the glamour background, kind of like bedazzled background going on. We want something that's a little bit fresher, a little bit more, as the kids say, hip <laughs> and <laughs> a great way to really improve your Instagram profile image is to, to actually not use a headshot. And I know what you're thinking, oh my gosh, I have a headshot for a reason. And yes, I agree. But also Instagram's more of like a more of like a cocktail party. You don't want to be too stiff in the corner handing everyone your business card and not really connecting, right? So what we want to see, what your audience wants to see when they look at your profile is a more candid, friendly image. So in order to look a little bit more friendly, a little bit more candid, um, you can absolutely take photos in a coffee shop, in a model home. It doesn't have to be professionally done. It can be your friend who is actually good with the camera and not like finger <laughs> clouds in the sky. Okay. So someone who can take a decent photo, if you have an iPhone, do portrait mode, right? Mm-hmm. And good lighting. You want to face the lighting, uh, the natural lighting, because that is going to be the most flattering, a nice 
crisp shirt, nice and clean, no iced coffee stains. I know for some of us, we are iced coffee fiends, but I do ask that you refrain from stains on your shirt. Um, and you want something that's a little bit more casual. So you can like smile and hold your coffee mug and kind of lean back, but make sure you make that eye contact with the camera. Don't look at yourself on your phone, look at the lens. You want to create the eye contact because it actually makes you more trustworthy. Like your audience trusts mm -hmm. you um, and you can build that camaraderie with them that way. Yes, build that rapport. And if you might not have a friend available to you, you can always just get a tripod and they've got the little things that you can get off Amazon, the little clickers for that you can connect to your phone via Bluetooth that you can just hit the button and it takes a picture for you. Or if you have an Apple Watch, you can connect your Apple Watch to your phone and have it take the picture for you too. So there's tons of ways that you can take a picture of yourself if you don't have anyone readily available to help. Because let's Absolutely. face it, we don't always have someone around. Right, right. And if you see a millennial or Gen Z, have them take your photo. They will do a great job. Yes. <laughs> and they will get the right angles. Yes. And they'll be happy to do it too. Like I always, I'm happy to help people take pictures. <laughs> Me too. I love taking pictures and making people feel good. And yeah. yeah. So just know that your appearance is exactly what it is. You are a creature on this planet whose purpose is so much bigger than what you look like. Mm -hmm. If you got wrinkles, Awesome. That's just a sign of wisdom, right? Don't get in your own way when it comes to taking these photos. Don't make it a whole big deal. Um, you want to really celebrate the person that you are, because when you do that, you can do that for other people. Mm -hmm. And before I go on a self-love righteous tangent, we're actually just going to go on to item number two. <laughs> and what that item is making sure that your title has realtor or real estate agent in it. And that is because because Instagram is really a searchable platform. Like if you do not have real estate agent or realtor or any related term in your title on Instagram, people won't be able to find you. And bonus points, if you can include the location in either your username or your title. So that way people can look up like Austin real estate agent or Austin realtor, um, and you'll show up in the search results. Um, and in case you're wondering, the title on Instagram is the like bold section at the top of your bio, just to clarify what that is. Absolutely. And I do want to add a caveat to that. I love to see real estate agents with business accounts over creator accounts, uh, simply because you can then schedule out content automatically on a third-party app. That may mm -hmm. change. Instagram changes daily. There's constantly updates, but that is just something to keep in mind. We love to schedule out posts. We love to not be, you know, um, held back by what we want to do in the day because we have to stand there and come up with something on the spot. So just something to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. Business account is awesome. Make sure you mm -hmm. have your title. That way, as Shay says, you're searchable. People instantly know. They can look at your profile. They say this awesome head candid photo. And they also <laughs> see that you're a real estate agent, caught myself there. And they can instantly know what you're about, right? Instead mm -hmm. of some kind of ambiguous name that doesn't really add any value. We want them to be able to look at your profile and just boom, instantly know what you're all about. Mm -hmm. Now, item number three, this is going to be more of a practice, right? This isn't like a, you fix your bio once and it's going to be good to go like the other two. It's a little bit more than that. So we always recommend, especially in the world we are living now, where people are constantly distracted, they're constantly overwhelmed by 
choice, by information, by the latest TikTok trends, right? Where our attention span is really shrinking. It was eight mm-hmm. seconds. I, I think it's like three seconds now. That may mm-hmm. be me projecting <laughs> and exposing my attention span. Earlier, I was literally, Chase was talking, I was literally staring at a squirrel. I wish I was joking, but I'm not. But our attention spans are very low. So it's incredibly important that in our captions, right? In our feeds, we, you know, share what we want to share, but we also give our audience next steps. And that is called a call to action. So Chase is like the call to action queen, and I'm going to allow her to bestow some awesome examples and really inspire you to start calling people to action. Mm -hmm. Yes. So Calls to action, they are going to be completely dependent on the post that you're making. If you're sharing something educational, you might want to link them to an additional resource to go more in depth on that particular topic. Um, it could be a home buyer guide, home seller guide. But the point is um, the call to action for like those types of posts would be visit the link in my bio to download X or to grab your copy of X. Um, If you are having a conversation with your audience and you want them to leave a comment, don't just leave the caption like open-ended. Tell them you want them to leave a caption. But don't say like, leave a caption or else, right? (laughs) Don't do that. But instead, like ask a question, what are your thoughts on this? Comment below. Or if you're posting about, a coffee shop, for instance, like maybe you're highlighting a local coffee shop, ask what's your local coffee or, or what's your go-to coffee order? Leave it in the comments below. Like it, nothing has to be super real estate related all the time. You can be highlighting your local community, which is a podcast episode for another day. But <laughs> that was just an example of a call to action. Or if you want to, um, if you're trying to inspire somebody and you post a quote, you could say, um, did this resonate? Leave a star emoji um, in the comments if it did. Just encouraging that interaction with you so that way they know the direct next step they need to take to continue that relationship with you. Because the more you can encourage them to do that, the more like people like being held, like their hand being held. Okay. Tell them what to do and they will do it. It's the law of reciprocity. But that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> yeah, no, brilliantly said. And I love that you touched on, it doesn't have to be real estate related. We actually recommend that it's not always real estate related because mm-hmm. using call to actions like download my buyer guide for every single post. Yes, it's awesome that you have a freebie. It's awesome mm-hmm. that you're calling people to action, but sometimes people just want to talk. They want to get to know you first before they're told to go download a guide, right? Like that's mm-hmm. kind of a big step. So what we're doing in our content is we're kind of just like leaving little breadcrumbs and they're just following that trail and kind of like trusting you a little bit more and getting to know you before doing something like talking mm-hmm. about real estate, right? They Real estate, you are the brand right? You are your own brand. And so therefore people need to know, like, and trust you before they're really ready to talk about that real estate conversation. And that may not be always, right? We may have some people who don't care about you at all. They just want to uh, buy this house, sell this house, right? That's not necessarily anyone's dream clients. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's for you. But um, personally, I really enjoy having a connection with my clients because real estate is so emotional. Oh my gosh, I'm buying and selling and I'm a real estate agent and I still get emotional. Okay. It's intense. So having that connection with your audience 
by coming off as authentic and wanting to connect instead of just buy, 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 sell, sell, sell. Who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Call me, call me, call me. <laughs> right. That's kind of like that car salesman kind of vibe that I know you guys are trying to avoid. Right. So we want to avoid that. We want to build a relational kind of energy in our captions, not a transactional, right? When we say who's next, is that transactional or is that relational? That's transactional, right? Because I, it's like, you're taking numbers, right? Like you're, you're number 22. Come on. Like that's just not connective at all. And that was a, a very silly rant, but that's how we do it here. So make sure that your posts have a call to action. Awesome call to actions can be like Chase said, anything from tell me your favorite coffee order, or if this resonated, leave a sunflower emoji, right? And it doesn't always have to be this big, profound call to action. It could be like Chase said, just leave a sunflower emoji because that is still engagement, right? And it may be easier for them to kind of test the waters a little bit about engaging with you before doing, you know, something a little bit more vulnerable. And it may help them really build that trust in that, uh, really comfort with you. So don't be afraid to experiment with your calls to action. Just so you guys know, please do not put call. Well, I mean, absolutely. You can do your own thing. It's your own business, but call me is not necessarily the best call to action to use based on everything that I just said. People aren't ready to call you, especially with Gen Z's and millennials in the market. They're probably not going to call you. There, mm-hmm. we don't like to, we don't like to talk on the phone. No. And that's it's never a personal thing. It's just it's just easier to text sometimes, or sometimes it's easier to send an Instagram DM. But if I'm going to talk to someone, I'm going to already know that I like them before I put myself on the phone with them. Mm -hmm. So it's important to remember it's leave really easy to follow call to actions. Okay. You can sprinkle in the call me if you're really wanting to, um, but give, but make it easy for them. Mm -hmm. Right. We all need things to be a little bit easier right now. (laughs) And the easier you can make things for your audience, the easier they will be for you. So that is three things that you can do today to improve your Instagram. And if you're like, hey, I need some more. Guys, do you have more tips for me? Chase, go ahead and tell the people where they can get more tips. Yes. So we have a list of, it's like a 10-step process of auditing your Instagram. It takes less than 30 minutes. All you have to do is go to go to agentsociety.com slash IG audit, all one word no capitals, but it doesn't really matter. I don't think anyway. So, uh, go to agentsociety.com slash I G audit. Yes. For our freebie, it's free for you to use, download, fill it out, audit yourself. This is like the only kind of fun audit there is. I don't (laughs) even like using that word because it's just, um, especially right now as we're recording, it's tax season. It might as well just be open season. Okay. (laughs) Anyways, before I expose myself anymore, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Make sure you go get that freebie at gotoagentsociety.com slash IG audit. We'll see you on the next one. We really hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Please, please, please don't forget to leave a review if this has been helpful, share it with your business bestie and start generating those free leads by visiting freeleadswiththese.com.